Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. September 22nd, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Potentially, likely, definitely, according to Scoots, the last KRC at the OG Big X X studio. A lot of letters being thrown at you. Early on your Friday morning. End of the week, we made it. End of the studio's life. We made it, potentially. Uh, did, did we? Uh, the internet's For already now, working. Yeah, we we've got a, one we got light a, and, and on. Uh, Roush commented, the smell has never been smellier than oh, it is man. today. It's, yeah, it's it's got a very, like, um, it's pungent. And it's almost like it's mixed in with, like, cleaners that are trying to mask it, but only actually really make it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's never been great, but it is especially bad. More stuff is missing, which is actually planned. People are just taking stuff out of here. We'll we'll take little Howard with us today, make sure he's in safe hands. Are we going to take stuff, or is Rutherford going to throw a fit? Yeah, Rutherford, I think, will make it a show topic for an entire week if you were to touch anything that's his, so... Best just to, it, when in doubt, leave it behind. Gotcha. gotcha. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, go go crazy. Take whatever you want. All right. I'm going to take the Carlos Dixon Bourbon Hall fight. I'm going to take the Cardinal Rules Courier Journal National Championship. Don't y'all touch that Barry Larkin pennant. I'm taking the Barry Larkin pennant. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the Nazi dunk poster is pretty cool. That is. Ooh, who gets the Romeo Langford there's no place like home. Oh man, newspaper. <laughs> Scoots, you dibs on that. He's gonna fight us for it. No, that's Matt Dennison's. Come on, we can leave behind my faces. Oh yeah, the one of them over here is covered up. Somebody put a piece of paper in front of your face no, over well, here. Well, that's rude. Wow, was that you, Scoots? It wasn't me. You no. should take that personally. Uh, if it was Trevor, then we're gonna be fighting. So you got, we got that to look forward to. Uh, so a lot going on this morning on your Friday morning. Beautiful weather, as always, in Falls in Kentucky. Uh, text on into the Thornton's text line, 
Two out of the three big Exports Radio members stopped in at Thornton's this morning. I brought in donuts. Roush lagging behind about five minutes. He walks in. He's brought in donuts. Scoots, did you bring in something I, for I, the boys? I, I didn't get the donut memo. You didn't want to bring in something to celebrate the last day? <laughs> the last day. There's no better way to celebrate than to stop at Thornton's. I, I figured, TJ, you had the big gambling win last night, so I figured you'd be bringing in donuts. That way I didn't well, waste my time. Did you ever bring in donuts for the boys? I don't think so. No. So these are TJ and I's donuts. That's fine. You want to be the the be the coworker you want to work with. (laughs) You can have our donuts. How many did you get, Roush? Uh, I got four. I also got four. It kind of fits perfectly in the box because they're so ginormous. Right. I I just went with chocolate. I think two of them maybe had sprinkles, and I went with the glaze. I played it pretty safe. What about you? Did two wide willies. Oh, nice. Um, a, a caramel. Try to change things up. Uh, yeah, you really got you yeah. got spicy. And with even it. did the strawberry. Whoa! Yeah. I like their strawberry. I know, and I just since you brought donuts too, I was like, man, I kind of like that, and I, I went for it. I went right for it. Yeah, the uh, the really the only reason I got the ones I got is because there's another guy on the other side of me getting donuts, and that's where the strawberries and some of the fun yeah, ones. You don't pumpkin, wanna, like, they had the pumpkin spice one. Did you see that? I did, yeah. and I've had it before. It's pretty good, but I also was like, you know, you got to think for the crowd. That's That was mine. You can't go wrong with chocolate or glaze, but they've got so many great options at Thornton's to get your day started right, whether donuts, they had their breakfast sandwiches, although people were really crowding around the breakfast sandwiches as well, fresh fruit, coffee, everything you need to get going, and you'll save money if you're a Refreshing Rewards member. So sign up today, download the app, takes no time at all. You'll be happy that you did. So possibly the last show at this studio. Scoots is a definitive that it's the last show. I mean, we won't be able to do a show here on Monday. That would, if that that would probably settle. I don't yeah. think we'd come in here just to hang out, though. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to. All right. So last show here. Yeah. Two hours of memories. Man, it'd be really cool if we had internet for this last show, too. No, no, we best not. It's much more symbolic to our time here to not have internet. Yeah, but don't you? We wouldn't want anything switching up. We wouldn't want. I've I've got my hotspot rocking and rolling. I'm good. And Scoots did allude to it. TJ won a big bet yesterday. Woo! Yeah, that was a nice hit. On a prop, nonetheless. Yeah, and definitely not as much money as I usually spend on those props. Usually, I'll kick around ten or twenty bucks. Maybe if I feel really spicy, twenty five. But I had a great, such a great Sunday where I hit four out of my five bets and, you know, kind of like money management. The one that I lost was a small bet. The ones that I won mostly were bigger bets. So I've been on this weird NFL gambling hot streak, although I'm normally pretty terrible at it. It's very hard to do. And so I had some extra winnings. I was like, all right, I'm going to have a little bit fun on this prop bet. Let's see what I like. I'm going to be watching the game Thursday Night Football. I think it's going to be a blowout, so I want a prop that's going to hit early because, you know, maybe if it's a blowout, I'm going to turn to something else or go to bed potentially. So ended up going with Giants first possession field goal made. If the Giants had anything in the tank coming off the momentum of the comeback in Arizona, it's probably going to be a scripted first drive. And really, you only need one big play to get in field goal range in the NFL, one big penalty. That's what really steam my biscuits about the Packers against the Falcons. First possession, they get a huge like 45-50 yard penalty. They're in field goal range. They move backwards. They don't even attempt to try to field goal. Get a delay of game. Then they're like, all right, we're definitely punting now. Uh, Horrible. I remember making the comment like, oh, delay of game gets you out of field goal range? Never seen that play before. 
Really, yeah. So, and you know what? Packers lost by one, so uh, probably could have used that field goal, Matt LaFleur, you freaking goober. All right, that being said, I was just like, all right, with the winnings on Sunday, I'll, I'll put $50 on it. Paid $300 plus $500 on the first drive field Woo-hoo-hoo! goal. Was pretty happy about it. That was a nice payday. So now are you going to roll it all over onto the to your, your team tonight? I've who the tigers yeah the line is seven and a half i'll tell For you what I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing saint x is beating trinity by more than seven and a half i would I, I don't like hooks like i'm terrified of hooks right now but like captain hook yep mostly captain <laughs> hook. i would think the only reason it could even be close to that is just the rivalry aspect but saint x has won the last two correct i don't really know i uh, know saint x because I, I has since since Wallace has taken over, they've definitely turned this series around. When, could, it, when it was mostly just beat down city. The only the only thing that would keep them from like making this just blowout city is if like the Trinity hanging over their shoulder. I mean, you know, because that no, that, that certainly that's, was that's a thing long, for years. Yeah, long and gone now. Thanks again to so Kevin yeah. Wallace. He's done a great job as the head well, man. And Bob Beatty retiring. Bob Beatty retiring. Uh, has helped. I'm shocked that Trinity's I haven't even learned this guy's bad. name because he should. Like, I'm shocked he's still there. It's the Corn Cobb guy, right? Jay Corn Cobb. Sounds about right. I think it's Jay Cobb. I think that dude's a baseball coach, not a football coach. Jay Cobb is not a football coach's name. Since when do we put lines on high school games? I don't know. Since football uh, games just... are being played, Scoots. Come on. I've never seen a line on a high school game. You, so you never had a bookie then? No. Yeah. I mean, there's not going to be official uh, DraftKings lines on high school games. No kidding. But, um, yeah, kind of like when uh, there was there was a lot of um, lot of action. I remember when whenever Saint X came to sales when we opened our stadium and uh-huh. like a lot of uh, bets between DeSales and Saint X guys, and then DeSales won outright. And that was, there was some. Yeah, wonder what, to swallow. I wonder what the money line on that would have been. That, I know, that, that and they, they were night. just betting amongst friends. But yeah. Probably giving some points. Yeah, it'll be a fun one at LNN Federal Credit Credit Stadium tonight. LNN Saint, Arena. Saint X. It's it's all it's pretty wordy. At least Kroger Field is just Kroger Field. Yeah. L and N Federal Credit Union. Stadium Union facilities. Uh, regardless, going to be a fun one. Weather's going to be perfect for it, and Saint X likely to get a big win and get the shillelagh on Poplar level. Woo. Have you ever seen it before? Yeah. And then if Trinity wins, they put a little silver medallion on it. And if St. X wins, it's a gold one. they put a $100 bill. <laughs> I do. Uh, man, it's going to be busy down there on Central Avenue this weekend because oh, yeah, Louder Than Life is happening. Yeah. I could hear it. I could hear the Foo Fighters last night. They were rocking hard. Could not hear anything of Bourbon and Beyond. But Louder Than Life, it really it's a different it beast. really is Louder Than Life. Uh, I've heard a lot of people mention just how loud louder than life is. And I really, it wasn't like I'm hearing, uh, you know, Dave Grohl sing or anything, but just the bass and all of it. It was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, but that's happening. So like tomorrow they'll have football game at three 30, correct? Against Boston college at yes. home. And then louder than life is like starting around then. And then they also have night races at Churchill Downs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a little, by going on over there on Central Avenue, South End, heart of the South End of Louisville. Well, give yourself plenty of time if you're going to be out in the traffic. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I also hit the under in the NFL game last night. Oh, I was By on the By the hair over. on my chinny-chin-chin. Chin. I was on the over. What would make you think the over? 
Uh, there's a guy I, I mean, follow. Almost hit. There's a guy I follow online who gives out a free play every day, and his free plays hit at an incredible clip. So I just tailed him. With your gambling picks with Spears, did you have the 49ers last I night? did not, no. Scoots. Oh, and one. Scoots, come on. <laughs> I will say, I think it was John's text that got in my brain about teasing, and I was like, I really think the 49ers are going to cover. I feel pretty good about it, and it almost made I felt so good about it. It almost made me want to bet the Giants plus ten and a half because if I feel that good about it, that means it's probably the sucker bet. But I was like, I just can't imagine the Giants going into San Francisco and make and making this a game in the fourth quarter. And it kind of almost was, but not really was a game in the fourth quarter there. Uh, but I ended up teasing the giant, the excuse me, the 49ers down to seven points, six and a half points. So I won that one too, but cost myself about fifty bucks in the process doing that. Right. But Pain hey, point. a win's a win. Hey, we don't complain about the wins. Nope, don't complain about winners. Um, Wandale Robinson made his return. Yeah, uh, I think solid it was game. on that first drive where he caught a first down pass on a third and four. Or something I, like I that. don't hit my bet without Wandale. So shout out to Wandale. Shout out to Wandale. Uh, he was second on the team with four receptions. For, Here's to know, you, Mister Wandale Robinson. Yeah, that, what, what touchdown was it that Tom Leach used that in the call? Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He said, here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Uh, I would think uh, it'd be a blowout. That's a little more flair than... <laughs> it was a big play touchdown. I can at least tell you that. Well, which uh, one of Wandell's wasn't, you know? Dude was <laughs> dude was electric. The um, the 49ers are just a wagon, though. And if Brock Purdy is good, then... He, wow. look, he looks good. Like, he was putting the ball on the money for the most part. He didn't even have IUC last night for the old Niners. Not no, he didn't, 49ers. and they looked fine, and then Kittle kind of seemed like he was getting back to form. If I was a 49ers fan, if you don't win the Super Bowl, you'd be yeah. I would be furious, yeah. and I would switch teams and never root for them again. No, in all seriousness, I this, think they've got to be your Super Bowl favorites as of right, right. September 22nd. A lot yeah. of football to be played. Injuries are going to happen, but you're right. They look like a wagon. And how, how many 49ers fans right now are too like – if we just didn't have every quarterback get injured last year, mm-hmm. we could have we could have done it, you know. Uh, just like in college football and the NFL, so much of it starts in the trenches. Just look at the holes McCaffrey has. He hits them and he knows them, and he's an awesome running back. But there's a couple of them. Forget about me snapping a football. Could I rush for a hundred yards on the 49ers' offensive line? I don't see any way I wouldn't. <laughs> Roush saw me smiling on that one, gave it away. But no, really, it does start in the trenches, and they're really good up front. So, uh, dominating performance there. It'd be tough to be a Giants fan, part 9,642. Well, except for that one time they beat the Patriots. The two times, right? Or just the. Wait, no. Yeah. They yeah. Beat, yeah. Well, didn't they win two Super Bowls? They won two Eli? Super Bowls. I don't know if the second one, but the helmet catch game, it's just like. That was like the I think the most disappointing uh, part of Kentucky losing to Wisconsin. I would just be like, I, it would be really hard for me to ever like. Well, I've always got undefeated season. Mm-hmm. They always have the helmet catch. Like, you're just like we we have the helmet catch. It's like Bears fans. They have the '85 Bears, the Super Bowl shuffle. They're never going to win anything again, and they're still going to be happy because they have the '85 Bears. I thought you were going to make like a Patriots fan helmet catch comparison to UK fans Wisconsin. That's pretty comparable too, because that was for a perfect season. Yep. People Which, forget that. But, like, I'm I'm kind of sighing in sol- solidarity with the Patriots fans because, like, man, that's a, such a brutal way to lose a perfect season. But then I just have flashbacks of the picture of the Wisconsin shot clock violation. 
And it's like, oh, well, you also almost have equally as brutal of a of a way for a perfect season to come to an the end. The helmet catch was even, I think, was even worse because, I mean, bad officiating happens, but... Uh, yeah, but that's taking it out of the player's hands. At least he just made well, an unreal catch. Kentucky did just, like, choke, though. Like, they they yeah. took the air out of the ball late. Like, I, I blame play, a lot of it on didn't, Cal. Didn't play, uh, gra- didn't play great, but you can't blame Cal for shot clock violations that should have been called. That well, I blame the, him for taking the, the air out of the, the ball. The format of the but, entire uh, game. But, like, the Eli one, having Eli freaking Manning, the biggest statue that's ever been a statue in the pocket, like, somehow get away from five different sacks, and then just heave it up. And then a dude who – I don't know if David Tyree ever played again. Like he he wasn't on the Giants the next year. I don't think he played much more football. Just makes the most impossible catch. Oh, that would be infuriating. He definitely didn't do a lot. Um, yeah. But I think he hung around for a little bit. Yep, uh, that's going to be one of those. Like, oh, well, I guess we'll never know. He only had 54 receptions in his career. How many after that Super Bowl? That's a big one to have. Excuse how come you get internet but we don't? You're really just holding it over right Because I'm I'm hardwired in. Is this what it is? We just Why don't you give just you use your hotspot on your phone? I don't uh, understand that. No, because uh the family thing, we ran out of data this month, so I can't like it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. Like Wait for what? like the next I haven't heard anybody running out of data since two thousand and six. I don't know. I don't I don't know how there's I didn't know there were cell phones that had limited data, but apparently we still have the last we're the last ones. Was that the two thousand seven Super Bowl? Correct. So he did not make a catch after that. Never. And, and, oh, well, he hung around for a little and, while. Unless he had one after that in the game. No, he he missed 2008 with a knee no, injury. The and then 2009, he played with the Ravens, but didn't record a reception. Oh, so he did hang around, but yeah. I forgot that he got hurt. Maybe that was it. People get hurt. Yep. But he'll always have that catch. I wonder if he just has like pictures of that all throughout his house. Pretty special moment, especially yeah. given that it was literally pretty much it. He's got to have one just great angle of it. You would think. Yeah. You would yeah. think. Maybe have like a little light on it too. You ever seen those little, you see them at like museums or like the portraits, uh-huh. the little light that sticks out? Yeah, I know. That's class. Just has a room, nothing else in it, but a picture and has the light on it. <laughs> pretty sweet. Class. Cats take on Vanderbilt, start an SEC play tomorrow. I am pumped to watch UK play football again. Feels like it's been a long time. Only has been at this point six days, but I'm ready to get them get them back on the field. Maybe see the white jerseys for the first time yeah. this season, yeah, which sure. would be which would be pretty cool. You feeling good about the game, Roush? We'll get into it, break it down a little bit more as the show goes on. But you feeling solid? Yeah, I'm feeling feeling good about it. Um, there's, I, for me, the the biggest. Um, like if you're if you're debating like all right do I take the cats minus thirteen? The biggest question is which Vanderbilt do we get? Because win or lose, Vanderbilt is an incredibly explosive offense. Uh, not only is Will Shepard their outside receiver, one of the best receivers in the SEC. They've got two burners. One in Humphreys is a freshman, and he leads the SEC with five receptions of thirty yards or more. Um, and then Jaden McGowan, he's similar where he, he's got three of those catches. They each have a 50-yard reception. They're very explosive offensively um, through the air. Now, the question is, you know, I mean, Kentucky secondary, they've they've been good, but this will be their most difficult challenge to date. Do these receivers in this explosive offense, do they circle the wagons after losing in desperate, heartbreaking fashion at UNLV? Or does this team just crumble? Um their defensive coordinator deactivated his Twitter account. 
Oh. Uh, Will Shepard, because the defense has been just awful. And then Will Shepard tweeted something out, their star receiver, like, ugh. Or something where you're just like, is it, is this all falling apart? Or are they going to – I feel like it's going to go one of two ways. I mean, like, it's it's Kentucky's going to blow them out or, South Carolina, or Vanderbilt's going to have this inspired performance and they make enough big plays to just, just keep the dang game close enough to make you sweat it out in the fourth quarter. I tend to hope and believe – did you? I don't. I don't. You probably didn't watch Brad White and the defense talk the other day. Mm-mm. They they're still kind of pissed off about last year. Well, they should be. If you're not, that'd be very concerning. And that's essentially what Brad White said. But he's also like that. If the losses don't linger with you, then you know. I get get the sense. Have, have they? Has Vanderbilt had a players only meeting? That's most important. Well, oh, Tennessee. Well, then they're they're probably not crumbling well, if they a, haven't had a players only meeting yet. But they only have like three people who cover the team, so they might not have asked specifically. True, true. And you know what, Clark Lee might have said it, but I just can't. When he talks, I just fall asleep. It is, um, he is melatonin in human form. I mean, it just. I don't know how anybody could be more boring. He's like, let me use a hundred words to say something that a normal person could say in one sentence. We're going to use the talk. Like he might have said they had a players only meeting, but it just went on one ear out the other. Ultimate lecture. What, what's going to be the, the game plan for Will Shepard? Uh, because he is awesome. Well, and he had a big game against Kentucky last year. Yeah. And He's, one of those catches, I believe, was on Maxwell Harrison, who's played well so far this year. But that was the everybody thought Maxwell Harrison stinks because Carrington got hurt. Maxwell Harrison comes in for the fourth down play. And gets beat on like a like they just chuck it up deep and the dude catches it down the sideline. Well, Shepard's six foot three. He's a big guy. He can go up and get it. He's had at least five receptions in every game this year. He's had two touchdowns in every game except one. So he is when it comes to their offense, he is option numero uno. Oh, you want a fun Will Shepard stat? And I, I hope Kentucky's got a plan for him and not just hey, let's do our soft zone and let him find the holes and catch oh, every ball. They're gonna do the soft zone, TJ. But the thing is, is the soft zone does typically work well against a. You got to be patient with. You got to be patient with it. it, it, Kentucky's whole defensive goal is to limit the big play, Um, and a lot of it really is going to come down to: is the pressure that Kentucky has applied on quarterbacks in the first three weeks? Can they translate that over to SEC play? Uh, Vanderbilt's probably going to be without uh, their starting right tackle, and then their backup tackles also. So, like, could be an opportunity for J.J. Weaver to rack up some sacks. Kentucky's got 10 right now. They're third in the SEC. Um, so, I, I think some of that's going to come down to what amount of pressure they can put on him. And, like, how much how much does Vandy want to try to deconduct? Because, obviously, they're going to want to. But I don't think A.J. Swan is accurate enough um, to get that done. Luckett has a very fun A.J. Swan stat. Bull- my, my, my Will Shepard stat isn't as fun. Here's here's the boring Will Shepard stat. Uh, multiple touchdowns in three straight games. Five players have done that in SEC since 19. And it's like Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, um, Terrace Marshall, and Jalen Hyatt. Like, it's all, like, NFL players. He's going to be an NFL player. The look at stat that's a lot of fun, 20% of A.J. Swan's passes are 20 yards or more. 25% are either intercepted or knocked down. So, like, he is home runner interception. So, Kentucky, when he gives the interception balls, catch him. 
He's going to be he's, – he's, he's not the bastion of accuracy. Forcing him to be patient and throw underneath, he's going to make mistakes, especially if you get some pressure on, on him. So um, I know Deion Walker spoke to him twice this week now. Uh, dude's just like – Deion Walker's already talking to A.J. Swan. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Just like calling him up like, I'm coming for you, baby. Yeah. See you in a couple days. Dude, wouldn't that be so much better than the DeMarcus Cousins call me? Just like get the numbers. Like like Ray Davis like gives out phone numbers for all the Vandy players, and they're just calling him up like. AJ Swan goes to the podium, and he's like, so I just want to get out in front of this. Deion Walker did call me on Wednesday. He said he's coming for me. He's just looking over his shoulder left and right. That'd be good. I'd be looking over my shoulder if I saw Big Deion coming for me. But Deion's like, him and JJ are like just trying to like, all right, can't be mad that we're getting double teamed and uh, JJ joked that like they're sliding their whole offensive line to our side. He's like, it's basically like five on two trying to block us. So like they're just like, please, what a compliment. If we give a one, if we get a one on one, we gotta win it. We gotta go get the sack because we're sick and tired. Of these freaking offensive line linemen giving all, putting all their attention on us, which uh, it's probably gonna end up being a thing all year. Isn't that on the D, other D linemen, though, to yeah, uh, take advantage? I mean, yeah, exactly. If they're having openings, they should get back and hurt them. It's Keaton Wade, he had his first career or his first sack of the season last week. Um, There's a couple of guys. Darian Henry Young had his first of the season as well. So some of the others have gotten involved. They went really uh, – a lot of twos got in reps last week. Uh, but, yeah, now, now it's SEC play. Now we're going to see Kentucky cranked up. Um the one thing that is kind of odd too, TJ, is I don't think either team is like this game would. Uh, you got explosive offenses, advanced stats say explosive offense, explosive offense, but they also don't run a ton of plays. Neither of them, they aren't the most like efficient, but they're gonna they're gonna put up some big plays. So I thought like, well, maybe maybe the over might be the move, but um, yeah, I don't, eh, I don't know. If Kentucky gets into the thirties, will Vandy? Yeah. Doubt it. And I think it'll be a lot for Kentucky to get to the 30s. They'll just have to play mistake-free football. Well, we know everybody's just waiting, counting down the seconds till we give our predictions, but that'll be at the end of the show. But I do think this will be a similar blueprint to a lot of Kentucky-Vanderbilt games, close for two quarters, two and a half quarters, maybe even three quarters, and then Kentucky will pounce. Pounce on turnovers, maybe a defensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown, and, and, and well, again, we'll give our predictions at the end of the show. But it is an absolutely electric, huge college football weekend. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to get to the pick segment. But even before we get to the picks, we'll talk more about some of the biggest games of the weekend. We will also get to uh, a, a lot more on today's show, but even some news with Big Z. The Croatian sensation. Oh, more, more Zvonimir And while it has been mostly nothing over the last month, yeah. month and a half, long time. There's at least a little something. Ooh, at least something just to like get our attention, and we'll tell you what that is on Kentucky Roll Call next.
Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You lollygag the ball around the empty. You lollygag your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you? Larry? Lollygag. Lollygaggers. <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. You hear us mention Salsaritas pretty much every day. It's because it's great. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Uh, get their catering for the big game, St. X Trinity tonight. You'll be the star in the parking lot if you've got some Salsaritas catering. They make it super easy for you. But keep in mind... John Spears going to be at the St. Matthew's Salsaritas today doing his show at noon. You can go and throw chips at him like he's a duck. He will probably eat them all up. Yep, probably. He'll be out there from noon to one previewing the St. X Trinity game. He's going to have all of his fans out there. Uh, I, even though I, I really wanted to see you out there, Scoots, I'm bummed mm. about that. I think I'm going to try to get out there. Lucky duck. hey See what you did there. By Have the some... way, he's uh, John's expecting everybody to throw rocks at him today. So, oh, okay. Not, yeah, not a little bit more violent. Yeah. Well, they're playing Trinity, and he's in enemy territory. So oh, get it? And Trinity rocks, shamrocks. Yeah. yeah. What if they just threw shamrocks at him? Well, it wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. But go <laughs> out and see Spears today. It'd mean a lot to the old man. Text on into our Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Do you know what I'm going to say regarding the Croatian sensation update? I don't. I'd quit clicking on those threads on the board because they're just very long. And I don't know. As long as I just, yeah, I'm not there. Kind of, I, I'm kind of just out. Let me know. I love when everybody always asks fatigued with like UK news stories. Yeah. This one. I've so just no, been, you just hadn't seen it. I'm just done with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll talk about it. What's the news? He is officially on. UK Athletics website's roster. Interesting. So that, if he's on the roster, doesn't that mean he's in? You would think. They've got him listed at seven foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds from Vodice, Croatia. Hmm. And he'll be number forty four. So it's gotta mean something. One would think. I'd hope so. A lot of noises out in the lobby. So he's on the basketball roster, though, correct? Yeah, they didn't put him on the football roster. Right, but, the, it, but it's like the UK Athletics roster. It's not the, like... Yes. Gotcha. UKathletics.com, go to the official UK men's basketball roster. He's there with everybody else. You would think that that's got to mean something. Previously, he wasn't there, although I couldn't confirm that, but that's what people are saying. But now he is there. Okay. So, Glad would to seem to be a positive development. You got a Onyenzo Roush. He was in a dancing video. No boot. I that's wouldn't good. really say that he was moving around well, well but he was moving. He, he was moving. So there's that. He was yeah. with Justin Edwards. So, seems like when it comes to UK's front court, some positive developments. Everybody keeps saying that Bradshaw's not only going to play, but he's going to be. Ready sooner than anticipated. I hope that's still the case. 
would be nice if we could just get somebody at UK to be like, we are looking at late October for Bradshaw, middle of November for Onyenzo, and the Croatian sensation, Zanimir Ivasic is here right now, and he will be ready to go day one, but he may be a little rusty because he got in late. Would be cool to get some sort Would, of clarity. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just have that and be like, you know what, but also we got to remember these guys are coming back from pretty serious injuries, so don't put our feet to the fire if Bradshaw's a week later or if he has a minor setback. Don't, don't, you know, don't kill us for this stuff. But that's dream weaving. We're not going to get that. Yeah, no, no. It'd be cool if we did, though. Would be a lot cooler if we did. I think they did picture day. I think that's why Edwards and Yugano were in those uniforms. Ooh, did they take a team picture, though? They Without? were. It's a good question. Ooh. They were at least in their uniforms, probably doing like the video highlights of like, make some noise, Rep Arena. Bronco <laughs> country. Let's ride. But that uh, when basketball media day, I used to get all the emails. I don't anymore. Um, no idea. That's got to be coming up pretty soon. That's always a good time. Maybe we'll get some clarity then. Um, I would think that it would be Big Blue Madness is October 15th. I would think it would be like two weeks before. Yeah, it's usually how kind of it goes there. Mm-hmm. So, all right, there's a there's a Croatian sensation update for your Friday to get you ready for the weekend. Now listed on the official team roster. Jack, nobody's been more plugged in than Jack. Quite frankly, it seems like Jack's really been the only person plugged in with this entire thing. He's still hearing positive things, Roush, so if he's hearing positive things, good enough for me. I can't believe that somebody could just join school in late September. I wish that option was provided to just the average student, you know. I'm so sick of this basketball privilege. (laughs) I just – what if if that was the holdup? Like you had a bunch of students like protesting like – we wanted to start late, we too. Yeah. Like they, that, that's the admissions holdup. The oh, top man. of the ESPN.com page has Ryder Cup scores. It's not until next, next week. What, what's up with that, ESPN? I mean, it briefly kind of gets me excited because it has USA winning all the early matches. And then it has another one that just says, in progress. By the way, did you know that on the U.S. Ryder Cup team, there are five guys that weren't even born the last time America won on European soil? No, I do. Oh, is this like a women's Ryder Cup? It's a women's Ryder Cup. They have a women's Ryder Cup? News to me as well. I think that's awesome. Happy to hear it. And the best news is we are beating their butts early on. They're playing in Spain this year. That's pretty cool. España. So good for good for the women. Sorry, Scoots. I was like trying to look this up because it was so strange to me. Can you repeat your fun fact? There, there are five guys on the U.S. Ryder Cup team that weren't even born the last time America won on European soil. How does that make you feel? Uh, like I should bet Europe. Oh, I don't wow. like hearing that. I mean, Scoots that's, hates America. You just got to go with the trends, right? And then Justin Thomas was only five months old, and Jordan Spieth was only two months old last time they won. Crazy. That is pretty wild. I would guess that maybe Italy is an hour ahead of Spain, but just for... It's uh, six hours. We did the math the other day. Six hours total. Just for like a comparison sake, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Four matches completed already in the Women's Ryder Cup. So by comparison, when you wake up next week, 
you can assume that three matches probably going to be done. The fourth probably close to done. You'll get the fifth. You'll get the sixth. I mean, there's still plenty of matches. Let's see. One, two, three that haven't even started yet. So you'll probably miss about half of them, get to watch about half of them, unless you wake up super early, which maybe one day I will. Well, probably will anyways, just with the baby or pregnant wife or something along those lines. But okay, that's not the worst in the world. I mean, I'd rather watch all of it, but it's not the worst in the world. We can we can deal with that. Let's head on over to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A lot of bugs in the studio this morning. A lot of bugs. A lot of, the donuts aren't helping. I'm glad y'all are here because they're normally over here with me. But yeah, maybe you I'll almost bring the donuts into you. Or at least just away right from my face. <laughs> there we have it. Okay. Where were we? Um, Thornton's text line? Uh, we read the offensive line question. I still think enough time to give Devin Leary a Hail Mary attempt. I think we can stop Deion Walker. Maybe that's just incredibly stupid and naive. But there'd be five of us. That's a lot of human bodies to have to go through. And what are they going to do? Call a holding penalty on us? Big whoop. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we can hold, then yes, there's a chance. If it's no holding, if it's no penalties, we're screwed. Not a chance. Just have to be cheating as cheaters that ever cheated. Why were Mike and Trevor off yesterday? Trevor celebrating the 14 too hard. Uh, he did get after it celebrating that 14 on the ACT score. Weren't they off yesterday too? They were. Mike has hand, foot, mouth. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that sucks. I've had, we By had the in way, our family. Scoots, mm-hmm. with him having hand, foot, mouth, Yeah, I would feel pretty solid about him not doing the show today. Sure. You should be like, hey, Trevor, instead of having three days off, why don't you come on in here from noon to one and let daddy go have some salsaritas with the boys? Ooh, good call. I can bring that up, but I just I don't like my odds there because he's got to do the say next game tonight. So. so, so, And he was here last night doing the bats, I believe. So just the one-off day for him. Yeah, but still, he's getting three hours off. Okay, well, then don't, what's, what's it going to hurt to try? Yeah. Worst case, he'd say no. Man, we're really having to twist Scoot's arm for to try to get him out of work on a Friday. Well, I'm, here's the deal, guys, and and we didn't do morning pleasant morning pleasantries, so I I didn't get to tell you. I don't know if I can call or text Trevor. All right, well, Wait. let's get into this. Wait. So, uh, how was everybody's Thursday? Well, let me tell you. So, I haven't been in the pool all week at my mom's, right? Because it's been cold in the mornings. Well, yesterday I got home about 1.30, 2 o'clock, and it was nice and hot outside. So I was sitting around out, outside, got to about 4 o'clock, and I was like, man, it is really hot out here. I'm going I'm to jump in the pool. I had my swim trunks on. So I hop in the pool. Sure enough, it is cold as all get out. So I immediately get out of the pool. I wasn't even in there for 30 seconds. Get out, walk back up to the deck. My freaking phone was in my pocket. No, my scoots. old iPhone six that I've had for how, eight years was how in my are you freaking on pocket. Nights? These it no, that's like every night this week. That's the thing. I did. I hadn't drank anything up to that point, and yeah, I just I goofed up, and so I went immediately mm. in the house, started looking for some rice because my phone was still on, but it the screen looked wild. So I, I went inside, looked for some rice, couldn't find any. And I was like, oh, well, this is not good. Went into my mom's room, looked for an alarm clock so I could wake up this morning. Couldn't find an alarm clock anywhere. Somehow my phone was still working to the point where I could text my mom and ask her if there's any rice or an alarm clock in the house. To which she replied, yeah, no. 
But she was able to get in touch with her neighbor who had all that, so I had to walk over to the neighbor's house and get some rice and an alarm clock. What's the alarm clock bit? What do you mean? What the, so I could wake up? Oh, okay. I thought that was I like something my, to get the water no, out of the phone. No, I use my. You know, there's. Like, I was thinking that too. You know, like, there's like sounds you can play on phones. There's like, I don't think you can get to this because it sounds like your phone's too messed up. But like you can go to YouTube and type in like water out of phone sound, and what it does is like vi- it, the bass and the sound vibrates your phone so much that it like knocks the water around. Hmm. Makes sense in my brain, and it's actually like a thing that people do. Does it actually work out of phone? I don't know. I think I've noticed it working, but if your screen's not operable enough to get to YouTube, then it wouldn't do you any good. But I thought that that you were going to like put your phone on an alarm clock to shake it all up or something like that. But no, now that you you did mention that you needed to find a way to wake up. Yeah, so So that's how I use my phone for my alarm clock, so that's why I had to go over there and get an alarm Mm -hmm. clock. So I come back, and I put the phone in rice for... About an hour, hour and a half or so, and I pull it out, and the lines on the on my screen were a lot less than they were. Like, there was only lines in the middle portion of the screen. So I was like, all right, let me throw it back in rice. Threw it back in rice for another two hours or so, get it out, the lines are gone. And I'm like, whoa, this is actually working. But the functionality of my phone is still a little wonky. Like, I'm, it's not calibrated to my touch anymore. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I can really even do anything. It is on your, now. Your it looks iPhone, good. I mean, if you lose your iPhone 6 after like 30 years of having it just because your dumbass forgot to take it out of your pocket when you jumped into a pool. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Especially like not like you were drinking with friends or there was a big thing. Like, no, you were just going to take a quick dip and you didn't check your pockets before you jumped Yeah, in. what a doofus. So, I, yeah, long story short, my phone is like good for now, it seems like. I just, I, I'm unable to take pictures because there's still obviously water in my camera and then i can't use my flashlight either because it appears there's still water in there as well but everything else seems like it's working good so i'm gonna hold out through today if we're still having a little bit of issues tomorrow probably just gonna bite the bullet and go get a new phone i thought the the how we were going to be critical of scoots in this story because it seems like in a lot of stories we end up being somewhat critical. Of oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Good, it's good was radio. going to be like... It's just how it is. You were shocked that the water was cold in late September, and you didn't feel it beforehand. Oh, I felt it beforehand. But yeah. it didn't feel cold then, no, but then not it felt on top. cold no. when you got in? Well, so... And that's the thing that saved me, I think, and maybe saved a iPhone 6, is what if I'd have hung out in there for two, three minutes, then she'd have been destroyed. But how I mean, would you have not noticed your phone in your pocket? Ah. I, I don't know. Oh, well, hey, people make mistakes. I've dropped phones in water before. I don't think I've ever jumped in with it, but I'm almost, I am somewhat paranoid about that. Like, I'll check my pockets about six times before I get into the water um, for that exact reason, because it'd be a crappy way to have an iPhone go. Although the newer ones can hand, like, uh, yeah. the newer one, if you do that, it's nothing. Well, and that's what my, my mom's neighbor said. She went, when my mom got in touch with her, she was like, aren't I, I, iPhones are all waterproof. What was he doing? And my mom's like, yeah, his is old. Like, this one only holds 500 <laughs> songs, ma'am. Uh, by the way, my computer is just totally back to normal. I, th- Sweet. I think at that, before the Big X golf scramble, we had my fantasy draft the night before and some beer spilled on my computer. And it was really, really messed up that day of the scramble. And then I think when I opened it again Monday, maybe, maybe I didn't open it again until Tuesday. It was still messed up, but it had like a little part of the screen that I could work. So I was like, oh, okay, this is really all I need. And then as time went on, it just got better and better and better. And now it's just totally 100% back to normal. So 
Keep the faith, Scooch. Oh, I'm keeping it. These Apple products. They persevere. They can, that's the American labor force. Love it. American labor? I really don't want a new phone, though, so I'm hoping she gets back to normal. But I would need. You need a new phone anyway. I do need a new phone, and I need a camera. So if that doesn't come back working, then. Uh, Who that Cats fan tweets into the show says, seems like I saw Z on the roster in August. Maybe they took it down. The folks that are following this stuff more than I, Who that Cats fan said he was not on there previously. But you're also not a liar, so now I'm wondering if they're just wrong. They might so, be. But he's on there. I don't think you know. I don't think it's a bad thing that he's on there. Regardless, better than the alternative. Better than him not being on there, I suppose. But. Yeah, it's a fair question, who that Cats fan. So yeah. we'll see if anybody else has a rebuttal to your we tweet. We shall see. 502-414-1450 is a Thornton's text line. Uh, somebody says a lot of text about the burp. It wasn't a burp. It was just a stretching moan, which we is probably grosser. We didn't read the Indiana sports one, though. That's Indiana sports also makes me sick, but throwing up on air was unnecessary. <laughs> it wasn't throw up. Golf dating app names, Swingle. It's pretty good. That's a good one. That is pretty that good. One's a, should we? Should we make? Should we make an app? The gang makes an app. <laughs> Couldn't you see it? Like you know, NBC News. A company started right out of Louisville, Kentucky, has golfers finding love on the greens. <laughs> Yeah, hey so we there, just so we potential just potential golfers. <laughs> they play that ad and then they fade into it. Yeah, so we just wanted people that were swingles and it scoots. Oh. I love it. I can see it's it right gr- now. That's a great name. That is Doesn't a great that name. Sound like the name of a bar too, where you could like hit in the simulators and also. Like... Well, that place we went in D.C., we went to a putt putt course that was called Swingers. Oh, yeah. We thought that was fun. It started in Britain. So, like, look at that. The UK coming up with a good idea. Uh, shocker. It's been a couple hundred years. Uh, yeah, sure has. A texture says, just watch the Lauren, the Lauren Boebert video. Her outfit, good God, she's got my vote. God, we're showing, inviting mm. the world to the news of Congress. A doink for that texture. How's your, how's your brother? Checks out. <laughs> There we have it. DJ Wagner's the 81st best player in college basketball. Oh, man. That was, uh, I mean. Roush, it's just like, do not engage, do not engage, do they, not engage. They're but, trying. How, but you're just getting pegged in the head with snowballs. <laughs> it's just like, how do we not turn around? It's like and NBA mock draft. As Top 15. At these little kids. Players in college basketball, DJ Wagner, 81. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's nonsense. Yeah. They had another really, they had, I think they had Antonio Reeves barely in the 100. Somebody tweeted me. I'm going to be, it's going to be hilarious when they have another freshman like in the top 10. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people that I've just never heard of. That uh, I, I don't even know if I plan on even seeing the list. But let's instead of giving those goobers any more time of day, uh, Justin Rowland tweeted me and said, I think they had Viscovi in the mid 30s. I actually don't think that that's like I don't think that's egregious. Yeah, maybe think, a little, maybe a little I high. Think it's, it's high, yeah. But he's a well, real heady player. Like, and I think that counts for something. He knows how to get to the line. He can get in other players' heads. Uh, he can't really shoot for beans, so, although his numbers were better. He's a 37% three-point shooter. Yeah. Not against the Cats, he is. Well, but That's th- closer to 17. Oh, yeah. He he plays bad against Kentucky for the most part. But my, my thing, TJ, is like he's a guy, though, that night in, night out, you know he's going to do something for your team, but you can't count on him to be a scorer, and that's why Tennessee loses in the NCAA tournament. 
because he's not a reliable offensive weapon. That's true. So like that. That's why I would. Sure. Is he a top fifty guy? Yeah. Sure. He needs All to. He really would be on like a really good team. Be like the fifth option yes. or like your first guard off the bench. Because he is smart. Like he knows how to kind of hack the game, aggravate and, you, and, yeah. and trick oh, officials. I like that. Hack the game. Yeah. Kind of how it how it works. And, but um. Yeah, no, you're you're that that's my thing with Tennessee though is they need him to be the best player and he's just he just can't be the best player on a team. He just can't. They need they need more than that. And what's fascinating about Rick Barnes, uh, you don't hear about it because Tennessee like nobody cares about Tennessee basketball um, except for like once a year when they think they're going to go to the second weekend of the tournament. But if you know, I mean, he recruited guys that should have been a lot better. Jordan James Robinson, uh, yeah. he was a five star. Julian Phillips was a five star. Like they had, they had pieces that should have made it to where Viscovi and um, the big center, and I can't remember his name right now off the top of my head. But Plopsich. like Grant Williams, wasn't it Plopsich? Plopsich, Plopsich? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they, those guys should have been their fifth and sixth best players, but. The young guys, Rick Barnes, could never turn them into five stars. People forget he had Kennedy Chandler, too. Yeah, people do forget that. He was the one that did like fall out when he was there. Um, but the other guys, I mean, they had three or four or five stars that just were like, that guy was a five star? You know, that didn't didn't yeah. really do a whole lot for the balls. Uh, he got extended, by the way, Rick Barnes, to 27-28, I by think. By a stretching board table? <laughs> I just Googled how many Final Fours Tennessee been to zero. Wow. Yeah. How about that? That's crazy. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, how many? It'd be a real shame if their football team kept losing games. Yeah, they're only twenty one point favorites over UTSA. Which you'd think that they would be high you know, UTSA has been very disappointing too. Well they year. lost Will Sun. Yeah. Went they, to Oregon. Jeff Trailer's still coming Didn't up he go with to some Oregon? hilarious. Yeah, you know, Oregon's been crushing it. Uh, Ooh, Oregon twenty-one point favorites over Colorado. They're thinking Prime gets blown out, which I kind of think he does too. But twenty-one's a big number. Uh, maybe too many points. I worry about the back door in that game too. Yeah, because like Shadur is. I mean, we you know he can clean up again to prevent defense for sure. Right. Right. We'll talk more college football. It's going to be a really, really fun weekend. We're going to get more to the Thornton's text line as well. Cats versus Commodores at noon tomorrow. A fun second hour of Kentucky Roll Call. This is the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. TJ likes six college football games this week and didn't even take any over-unders, which usually is when I'm kind of desperate for, for plays. I'll, I'll look more at the over-unders. But, yeah, all right. I'm really growing up. Man, the Bengals only a three-point favorite over the Rams. That's just strictly Joe Burrow uncertainty there. Although only the Bengals offensive the Rams line. Rams have been good. Well, but it's the Rams. 
Yeah, they've been good. okay. They've been they covered really, last week. Not really buying into well, they, they they did cover at the horn, as a matter of fact. Uh, but they do have Aaron Donald, and he's going up against that Bengals offensive line. Uh, but that I, I like six college football games this week. I'll I'll have to narrow those down for the picks of the week segment as we end our show. Welcome back to hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. It's a fun Friday. It's a big-time football Friday. It's a huge weekend of college football. Roush, which non-Kentucky game are you most excited about tomorrow? I like Notre or maybe, Dame. Or maybe tonight. I like Notre Dame. I like. Are like, you going to be able to watch any college football at this wedding, or do you not even care to? Uh, well, the good news is at least the morning slate, I'll be able to watch most of the cats. The uh-huh. wedding's at 3.30. Still uh, crazy early for a Saturday wedding, but which I'm neither uh, here nor there. I'm as an old man, I'm fired up about it because then like the Duke's the ring bear, so like he's probably going to go home with my parents, and then we'll get to go out afterwards. And like, how many times have you been to a wedding where it's like, yeah, we're going out afterwards, and then you're like, that sounds like a great idea at five o'clock, but then at eleven, you're just like, I'm exhausted. Get me to my bed. Well, when you got to leave at ten, like, oh, the night's still young. Like, let's. Let's get after it. It, it makes sense in so, our weird, sad, old life. Like I, So, to your answer, I'm going to be checking the Notre Dame-Ohio State game there at the end of the night. Yeah. That, that game I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, I like Notre Dame. I think they're better. Like they, but, you know, um, they don't have Marvin Harrison Jr. either. That's that, that, that can, They can equalize things, but I think that'll be a good game. Because really, and I don't know if it's just a narrative where we like to – like Ohio State has to be impervious, and even then we point out their flaws. Like, but it does feel like Notre Dame has been one of the most just efficient. They're just running like a fine tune machine right now. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. I'm also very interested in Auburn Texas A and M in that noon slate because it feels like Texas A and M should beat the hell out of them, but also Texas A and M loves to mess around with games like this. So the West is pretty wide open and. That could be like that. That could have some serious implications, right? Because even though Texas A&M lost to Miami, Miami might just end up being pretty good. Like Shannon Dawson is just got that offense humming. The plays are working, right? Um, <laughs> when they work, they work. They they're really working right now for Miami. So like A&M could still have a chance to be one of the better teams in the West. We don't know. I'm also just fascinated by. I mean, the the other big one is Ole Miss Bama, where TJ I. I don't know about you, but too many people are just like, this is Lane's time. Lane's time. It's going to happen. Something feels different about Alabama. It feels different this time around. What's going on? It's like, does it feel that different? I mean, they've had great quarterbacks for like five years, but this was this was the norm there for a while. Um, so I think they'll go back to Millwell, and they'll probably end up playing pretty good, and they'll probably win. I don't think they're going to cover seven-point spread, but I think they'll do just fine. That's a that's a good it's a good point, and it's at Alabama. It's in Tuscaloosa. Alabama six and a half point favorites in that one. Scott Satterfield hosting Oklahoma at noon. Been a really weird year for Cincinnati. They went up to Pittsburgh, handled them, handled EKU in ways that UK did not. But then they lost to Ohio. 
Mm-hmm. And it turns out they've Miami got a of Ohio. rivalry. Excuse game me, too. yeah, Miami of Ohio. Turns out that they've got a, a trophy, a rivalry trophy with Miami of Ohio. And they lost it. And this is, uh, I think, uh, this uh, Mike Rutherford. I think was the first person to make this joke. But if there's a rivalry trophy on the line, you know Scott Satterfield's out. He's he ain't getting it. He's allergic to rivalry He's not, he, he ain't touching it. He ain't winning it. You don't have to worry about it. If I was U of L, I'd get Cincinnati on the schedule every year just to make sure the keg of nails is safely remaining in Louisville. <laughs> You'd probably have to worry well, about they it. Lost the, they lost the ball game last year. Yeah, they, he was they, did, they, they did. So, they yeah. did. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't do a good job when it comes to those rivalry trophies. Uh, that's it. That's at noon. It's really going to be a, a glorious day of football. Weirdly enough, Oregon State, Washington State, the no, the, the Pac two game, the, the, yeah. La- yeah, the Pac two championship game at seven o'clock. Both of those teams are ranked. Weirdly enough, and then Scoots listening to Spears yesterday, he thinks that he won. I don't know if he did place. The, I think he did place this bet. He bet on a future of LSU to win the national championship. Ralph. He did. Yeah, he thinks LSU is like turned a corner. Oh, because they beat the worst team in the SEC. And he he loves them to cover Spears, against. You dumbass! Come on. He he loves them to cover against Arkansas. He thinks that they Arkansas uh, is like plus seventeen and a half. Feels like the easiest bet to make of the week. That's like the I I can't. That is the most overreactionary bet I've ever heard in my life. Because Arkansas, you know, they shouldn't have lost to BYU, but they they didn't have their their top running back right. Rocket Sanders was out. But LSU, they just feasted. It was the perfect matchup for them to whoop some ass. They don't. They don't have the perfect matchup for things to, to come into place this time. So like Spears, just chill the hell out, buddy. Seventeen and a half is way wow. too many points. Wow. Way too many points. Shots fired at our buddy John Spears. So uh, let us know what games you're watching. Which ones you like? Don't like? You get the big ACC game, Clemson, Florida State. That one's at Clemson, but Florida State is favored, so that's interesting. We'll give you our picks here in a little bit. We'll head on back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here with a hypothetical for your Friday. If you could go back in time and keep either Bear Bryant or Rick Pitino at Kentucky, who are you taking? It's a no-brainer. It'd be Bear Bryant. Are you kidding me? I don't know. No. Pretty Kentucky's much. been fine since Rick Pitino left. Uh, we probably should have more national championships. We definitively should have more national championships. But Tubby had some fun years. I mean, he won a national championship. People forget that. Uh, yeah. Then Cal has had some very memorable years. Like, Kentucky basketball has been enjoyable. Think about if Kentucky football was anything close to the historic factor of Alabama. Well, but, but Think here, of the money. The, the other part of it for me, though, is like I never would have seen Bear Bryant. If we, you know. Yeah, but we'd see the, we would still be eating the fruits of his sweet labor. I, would, I think it's a no-brainer. If UK basketball was IU, then I'd be like, all right, maybe Rick Pitino. Right, right. We've we've had our fun since 97. Yeah, I I just – yeah, you're you're right. No, that that is the correct answer. There wasn't a very good uh, environment around Bear Bryant to where he – like, I I would have always been worried about him leaving. And it's not because Adolph Rupp. Like, that – man, the more I've learned about that, the, like, dumber that narrative is. Like it was more so the president. They so college athletics weren't really a thing, and Kentucky really changed the sport dramatically because they were the first one to be like, "We're actually going to invest a lot of money into our athletics." 
And a lot of people did not like it. So the pushback was, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna change the way we do things. Bear, you can't you can't be going to the Rust Belt and bringing the best players in anymore. We're gonna do so after they won the Cotton Bowl. Bear announced he's gonna do an in-state only recruit in-state players to his football team. Stupid. It was the dumbest thing in the world. But he thought he could do it, and it was pressure from the administration because. Um, even though they were the ones that decided to invest more in the program, the political people were like, oh, this is too much here. This is Having sports teams that are good are too bad, see? We, we can't be having all this investment in sports now, see? This is, this is bad for the country, see? And they, they fell for it for some reason. They could have just like kept like pumping money into the program, and, it, and Bear would have been happy. Mm. Um, but instead, he gets a recruiting ban. He can't get... Um, he, he got Schnellenberger, but he couldn't get Paul Horning. He loses Paul Horning. And after that, they, they said the writing was on the wall. That's why it was his time to leave. Yeah, that, that stinks. Terrible decision-making. That's why decisions of today impact tomorrow. Vote Scoots 2024. Um, Scoots is listening to something. He hasn't been paying. He was walking around for a little bit. He heard he my the phone. Like, old-timey accent. He was like, I'm doing it. What's up? What's up, Scoots? My grandma was calling me, and I couldn't hear her, so just well, trying to see what your she phone, needs. How's Oma doing? Uh, she's good. She's got two boxes of diet pudding and brownies, if wondering if I could pick them up today. Does Oma know you're on radio? I, I, I texted her and let her know that I am doing radio. Can't really talk right now. Um, so now she does. Yeah. So she, he can text Oma, but not Trevor. What's diet pudding? Exactly. That's, <laughs> I don't like pudding if you're on a diet. I, I wish I could talk to her on the phone because I'd be like, Oma, I don't want diet pudding and diet brownies. I'm, I want the full fat ones. Are you going to be getting it? No, I don't think I can today. I, I've got a busy wow. day today. Really? What do you got going on after the show? Uh, so after this show, I'll go home for a little bit. Um, and then I'll come back, broadcast, or broadcast, produce for Denison and Spears, and then I'll be off until probably about five before I go over to Silver Creek and do my game tonight. A good one for Silver Creek? Uh, it should be. It's it's two struggling teams. They're playing Jeffersonville tonight, so should be a good game, yeah. Je- the Indiana Jeffersonville. Is there another one? Oh, I was thinking J-Town for a second, but no, you're right. <laughs> Did you know that Silver Creek is actually a creek? It is. Wait, yeah. there's a uh-huh. Silver Creek? Can yes. you go mine some silver there? No. It's not a very big creek. It's no. more like a stream. A crick? You say crick or creek? Well, trickle. Texter on the Thorns. Text. Well, that'll be fun, Scoots. Yeah. Should be a, a good time. Who do you like in St. X Trinity? Uh, St. X. Good. St. X is on the big X. I can't go against them. Good answer. Good answer. X is on the big X. A texter says, podcast listener, would you rather first date with Lauren Boebert or first date with Katina Powell? I mean. This isn't even close, right? Have you seen Katina Powell? Yeah, I don't think it's all that. Yeah, I'm not really sure what they were. Another texter says, let me know if this parlay hits. Cats cover 13 and a half. The Cats scored 30 points. Leary, 225 passing yards over. Davis, over 100 rushing yards. It's plus 525. 25 bucks would bring back over 150. Let's get it. It's called the Cat's Meow. I added the Cat's Meow part. But you know how DraftKings likes to make up fun. Right, right, right. That's what they do. I I like it, but I think your odds should be better than plus 525. Although, I don't 
think I don't know which one of those wouldn't happen. Which one was the Leary? Uh... Two twenty five. Okay. the The only thing I I think you eventually just run into is the Davis over hundred rushing yards may be tough. I actually like that one. I, I I think I almost worry more about passing yards if they. But Vandy's yeah, been thrown yeah. all over. I know. Left and right. Because I, I do think Kentucky is going That's to lean into the, the running game. But... I like all of these individually. I just think the odds should be better than 525. That yeah, being said, be. yeah. you bet that bad boy because it's going to hit. Yeah. All right, update. The pudding and brownies are for my mom. So all oh, good. So oh, all good. Not oh, my favor. Yeah. And your mother. My mother needs them when she gets back, I guess. I like that bet. Good luck on it. I just – of all. I still can't get over it. I do like that bet, but diet pudding. Like, I don't, I've never heard, like, you hear diet Coke. Maybe they've, it's like sugar free pudding. They've but got like, diet like ice cream and stuff like you, that. Roush, you've also got to keep in mind that her English is, while they've been here a long time, is still not perfect. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know if maybe she's getting something crossed up or what, but yeah. Texter says, Are we 100% sure that Brock Purdy isn't actually Tim Couch's son? Math checks out and he looks a lot alike. Tinfoil hat and all, but I'm calling it plus money on DraftKings. I've never really noticed if Brock Purdy looks like Tim Couch or not. He definitely has a much better offensive line than Tim Couch ever had in the NFL, though. I can say that. And much better weapons. Even with Brandon Ayuk out. 49ers. I can see it. Man, they're they're, good. They're good. They're really good. Is Brock Purdy also just jacked to Bolivia? Because Tim Couch is. Dude is strong. Too swole. Podcast listener here. After hearing Scoots Dingus and Roush Dingus describe their job situations, I'm so freaking glad I'm employed as a house roofer. Boom, Rusted. Yeah. You, <laughs> I know. You could sometimes have to stay up late watching football games. Oh, no. It's so tough. Have to, you know, watch football at the hotel. I oh, know. It's real, real tough. I, uh, man, we got a new roof yesterday. Congrats. Yep. Well, you are, you may as well have just rebuilt this house at this point. <laughs> well, at least in this instance, it was it was like we had a bad hailstorm. And you're like, yeah, you probably should get a new roof. So That's why you pay for your homeowner's insurance, right? Well, now you won't have to worry about a new roof probably again until at this house. Until the next hailstorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Until the next hailstorm. Which is probably inevitable at this rate. But um, I... Uh, Man, those I mean, those guys started working. I mean, it was a two day job and they were there from eight till after dark, like cleaning up. Yeah. Gosh. Are you proud of their work? Did you get up there and check every shingle? Yep. <laughs> Kicked them around. Good. Lifted them up. Good. No, this looks good here. Uh, good. Should have told them to put on some Christmas lights while they were up there. That's only <laughs> a couple <laughs> months it's only a couple months away. Yeah, I'll just plug them Hey around. fellas, while you're up there and you just have like a thousand strands of lights. You all don't mind. It's just like throw a wadded up ball in <laughs> yeah. It's a cock Griswold knotted up one. I still have this stupid allergy cough, and if I laugh, I'm just going to cough. So Yeah, that's how it goes. It's that time of year. We ha- It hasn't rained, so I don't know if you all notice this in the city of Volvo either. Um, they say it oh, It typically only affects like the older parts of town where the sewers are older and they're yeah. not drained well. But Sunday was really bad for this. It smells. Oh yeah, it smells. When when was the, it's rained like once in like a month maybe? We've gotten a quarter inch of rain in the last month and a week. I mean, it, we it's we terrible. need the rain, and especially for the allergies because like all the just feels dusty out there. Well, good news is we it's likely gonna rain every day next week. So, oh. 
probably just means October. We're going to get drenched. But yeah, it's Sunday. Soggy leaves su- are the worst. Sunday though. was like a beautiful day. Spent a lot of time outside, and it just stunk. It smelled like gas, it's a, but it's, it's sewer. Yeah, it's yeah. just the stinky the, sewers. It's the stinky, stinky sewers. Need a little water to flush all of it out. Well, and everything looks so gross too. Like the grass is all brown, and the leaves on trees are brown. It's all nasty. the leaves it's are ugly. brown. And the skies are gray. <laughs> and that song that everyone knows that TJ's jamming out to. I've been. <laughs> TJ, you've. Th- this For is. A rainy day. This has been. Uh, 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 we're getting to the end of the road here at the studio. Maybe we take one final break and then we can play some sentimental music and you can share your. Your greatest memories from the big. Can we all here? just share our favorite memory from here? Because mine's easy, no question. I don't even know what mine would be. They're they're mostly they're mostly negative memories. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna spend them with you guys. So we'll be back. One final segment, the last commercial break for Kentucky Roll Call at the OG Big Exports Radio Studios. We got a few more texts to get to on the Thornton Sex Line, and we're gonna win you some money this weekend with our gambling picks. We'll update the scores next on Kentucky Roll Call on Big Export Radio. Okay. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. One final segment in the OG Big X Sports Radio studios, according to Scoots. We're having a fun Friday. One bet I saw. This is this is I'm going to play this one here is you can get touchdown scores in the game on Saturday. Ray Davis over one and a half plus 190. Do I think he gets two touchdowns? Probably not, but plus 190, plus 190 could he get right really around juice. the goal. That's that's solid juice, but here's my play. I'm playing these three bets, really hoping to win one, maybe two of them. Barry on Brown over half a touchdown, plus 160. Dane Key, over half a touchdown, plus 165. So you bet all three of those, plus 190, plus 160, plus 165, and you hope that one hits, you probably get close to your money back. Two hits, boom, you're up big. Do all three hit? Well, if Kentucky blows out Vandy, potentially. And then... We're taking this party down to Four Street Live. This just means that no interest in going to Four Street Live. This just means that Tavian Robinson's getting all the touchdowns. Tomorrow. You know, I should have probably checked him out here. Let's see what we can get. He's plus one sixty-five too. But don't you, I just feel like Barry on and Dane are due? So yeah, I'm going to play that one. But hasn't Tavian been the one producing? He has been UK's best wide receiver up to this point in the season. Does that surprise you big time, Roush, or not so much? You don't have to do like, I knew it all along. But no, like, no, because I did Is it something that people I, it was, should have seen coming, maybe? Well, here's the thing, too, is like 
this is very good, and I'm very encouraged by it. However, he did this last year. He was good against the G5 teams. Uh, if you look at his G5 teams versus his SEC opponents, it was just night and day. So I, I think there still is a, um, all right, we'll keep doing this against the better guys, Tavion. Um, and, but so far, though, to your point, it, it has been kind of a pleasant surprise because we, we, the guys we expected the most from, we haven't really gotten it, but the guy we expected the least from, he's, he's really showed up on Saturdays. Yeah, and I, again, that's why I think it's, while people are understandably concerned or frustrated with some of the drops from Dane Key, I think the wide receiver position as a whole has still been a more positive to me than negative. And that's even with Barry on Brown probably being more impactful in special teams up to this point than necessarily wide receivers, or it's been close, I suppose. But Tavion Robinson showing what the reason UK was interested in him in the first place has been a huge development. There's been some younger guys, Roush, that have made some nice grabs and some difficult spots. That has been fun to see as well because we've always wondered, like, outside of those three, are there anybody to even keep an eye on? There has been. And then, again, as we've mentioned, and it's really – I was thinking about this after I said this on yesterday's show or two days ago, whenever it was. Like, that's not really all that enlightening or an insightful statement to say, like, Dane Key's best days are ahead of him. First off, he's in a second season at UK. He's coming off some of his worst performances that he would probably be the first one to tell you about. Like, it's a no-doy comment that his best days are still ahead of him. He's going to turn this around. He's going to make some incredible plays. And if he gets one touchdown on Saturday, I'm going to win some money because I'm going to bet it. Boom. Do it. Let it ride. Excited about that. I'm excited to see what this offense can do. And when Liam Cohen, his first year at UK, Roush, was it – was the Florida game game three and LSU game game four, or was no. that game four and game five? Five and six. Five and six. So it was well the middle. Of the year. It yeah. was because they had. A... It was the last week of September, and it was the first week of October. Pretty sure. Because one was before my daughter was born, and one was oh, you know, it would have been. It was like October first, October eighth. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have been what it was. Six. So not the end of September, like the first day of twenty first. Maybe October 2nd, October 9th, or something along those lines. Yeah, because Kentucky played Missouri and South Carolina prior But that's when the offense started to look good, Roush. That's when Levis and Wandale really kicked up. So you hope maybe going against a soft ahead of schedule? Yeah, against a soft Vandy defense, maybe that they're a little bit ahead of schedule and you start to heat this this puppy up. But I think the offense is gonna be fun to watch. Famous last words sometimes with Mark Stoops teams. Um, I usually get excited about UK's offense, and then somewhere in like the middle of the second quarter, I'm like, "Well, why'd you why'd you do that to yourself again, buddy?" <laughs> but but I've got a good feeling about this one. I don't know why. And the weather's not going to be as hot as I thought it was going to be. It's still going to be a little toasty. Vandy's going all black. Which, I mean, what are you doing, Vandy? Thought you all were supposed to be smart, but it's not going to. You could have a lot hotter September Saturdays in Nashville, Tennessee. I think the high is going to be like 85, but you're not going to get that till probably 3 o'clock. So for the mo- for the majority of the game, it's going to feel pretty good for the folks that are going to be down there. Ain't going to be as many of you all because they've got the seating capacities, but I'm sure we'll be hearing some some Go Big Blue chants on our televisions. Who's calling the games, Roush? Oh, great question. A um, little behind on my normal, Roush. my normal stuff. We don't pay you for much. I know. Um, or, I mean, we don't, pay, we don't pay you much. Yeah. 
Um, it says AC Network, so let's give a guess that it's going to be the match. Stinchcomb, Taylor Zarzor, Alyssa Lange. They wouldn't bring Derek Mason back home, would they? That'd be cruel. It'd be kind of funny. All the memories. Speaking of all the memories. Oh, so many. Thanks Scoots, I want to hear your favorite memory at the studio. You said it was going to be easy. Yeah, oh, it is easy for me. No question, it's that day that I was outside during our double break and John Calipari called while intern Jacob was in here. Had no idea how to operate the phone lines. He answered, thought he was talking to Cal when he didn't even hit the right button. So then then you all both ran outside, had to come get me. Cal's on the phone. Cal's on the phone. I thought it was – actually, I think Roush ran out first, and I thought it was a joke. And then you came running out right behind him. Justin, come on. We need you in here. We need you in here. So no question that is my favorite memory from this building, although I have so many that I could touch on. But, yeah, that that's up there at the top. I was correct, by the way. Zarzer Stinch came laying on the call. Uh, that was a great day. That was. It was exciting. It was. Especially when you're in the morning, like, you know, we're sleepy. We, oh, yeah, we're waking up just along with you all a yeah. lot of time. So when stuff like that happens, it really pops. That was like the morning, uh, I don't know, I guess this is when people still cared about cheating in sports, but there was like a 40 bomb at like 3.30 in the morning. And so it was one of those rare moments, TJ, where we had like news happening that we had to like react and respond to in real time and it was like did bam get lunch paid for by an agent and we're all just like well it was like during the that was like the i feel like we were in salem during the middle of the the, the witch hunts the, the back FBI then. Leaks, yeah. because it was just like schools were getting pounded the fbi came out and did a press conference where they were like we know your playbook we're coming, and we're coming for you. you and it was like well who are they talking about specifically and then you finally get an article or you get some leak where it's like this agent who was tied up in this scandal had lunch with Bam Adebayo. And I was like, all right, I don't really play the source game all that often, but, like, I've got them. All right, I'll actually reach out to them. Like, I'll send text messages. I was making phone calls to agents and stuff like that, just things that I never, ever want to do. Right. And we were going on air and having to be like, we think UK is going to be okay here. We don't think UK is going to – this is kind of scary. You didn't want to see UK's name be brought up with this, but – we don't think it's a big deal. We don't think anything's going to come of it. And we were like, absolute worst case scenario, they would vacate an Elite Eight season from UK yes. if this ended up being like just the the tip of the iceberg, if you will. But we we handled that really well. I was proud of us that day. We actually had some news. Um, we were telling folks not to worry, and it ended up being a big old fat nothing burger. Big old nothing burger. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, fun day. Fun day of the show. Show just like kind of being in the mix with everything. Uh, I'll just always remember coming in bright and early and what just is Trevor going to be here? No, he's not here. <laughs> is he going to show up looking at the clock, looking at the clock, looking at the clock? <laughs> sometimes he'd be, sometimes he'd show up, sometimes he would. Oh, and you would look down like at the wall, like there would be a, a patient TJ for mm-hmm. about five minutes if it got past 707. That was when it was like, all right, what the hell? Um, Aren't you so glad right. you haven't had to deal with that for the last two it's and three great, quarter Scoots. years? Producer extraordinaire, buddy. We, we do have to bring up one other great day that Justin was here for when he was producing the show before us. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened, but like we're walking in and I'm hearing, take your medicine. And I'm like, all right, 
We Keep when we were in. when we were eight to ten, we weren't the first show in the morning that at was Big Exports Radio. Morning Madness. We yet had an IU show that went six to eight, produced by Scoots. God, yeah. that's entirely too early. Just way too it's early. Entirely too early. Um, and I don't know what happened, but I just Jim Coyle just starts screaming at TJ when we come in. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Like, I'm so. Why is he mad at us? Like, we're just. We're coming here to do our show. It was so it was so silly and not a big deal. And he apologized for it. And I like Jim Coyle and 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 no oh, yeah. really, water under the bridge. But totally, he was, he was very what, mad. What happened like, was they they told Jim, not us. They told the bosses told Jim, "Hey, you need to get off the air at like seven fifty six, so the roll call guys can get their computer set up and just be ready to go." And Jim. That really bugged him for some reason. He wanted to go to like fifty nine or eight. Which you know, I guess like we we used to go long to read all the texts, and then we got told you got to get out hard at nine o'clock. And we weren't certainly mad about it, but we were like, oh, okay, well that kind of changes things. So I think it just kind of changed things for him, and it changed the format of his show a little bit. And I guess he was having a bad morning, but he was just like kind of huffing and puffing about having to leave while we were setting up our computers, and it was kind of awkward. And I think I was just like, Jim, it's not a, like we don't care. It's not us that wants to get in here. I think they just want to give us enough time to get set up. And I said it as coolly as that. And he just like flipped. You remember that, Justin? I do. He like flipped. And he was like, well, the uh, he said some words about Trevor that I didn't care for. But he was like, well, that guy doesn't even show up half the time. So I'm getting out of here. And you guys aren't still getting on the air till 10 o'clock to talk your stupid fart jokes. And I was like, well, OK, first off. We save the fart jokes usually for segment number two, but, but what are you going to like, why are you yelling at me about Trevor not showing up? Like, well, that's no way to talk to just another human. Like I, I can't, con- trust me, if I could control when Trevor shows up, buddy, it wouldn't be a problem up to this point. <laughs> but um, no, I was, that was fireworks. I, and I think he understood that he overreacted semi instantly and he kind of stormed off, cooled off, walked off. And everything was fine after that. But, yeah, that was a, a funny moment in the studio. I'd forgotten about that Because he briefly. didn't take his medicine. By the way, guys, medicine. so we have been lax on the 9 o'clock outros lately. We've gotten to, like, one, 9.01 a couple times. When we get to the new studio, I imagine it's probably going to be a hard 9 o'clock out. Yeah, we went 9.01, like, two days this week. Big yeah. whoop. Yeah. I don't. I certainly don't care. Yeah. I make it work on my Some side. Some clocks but... are faster than others. Exactly. Nine oh nine okay. Nine oh two. We're the rebel, yeah. We bought nine oh two. Take your two, medicine. Two, two. How about we just sing the rest of the show? Let's read some more text. Me? Which, by the way, when my kid, I don't know what it was, but one day when we said our prayers, just the good old bless us over. One day, uh, Brooke was like singing it, and he hates. Sometimes he hates it so much, but sometimes he loves it. Where he go. This is <laughs> we read several so books every funny. night for Lucy, but we'll read like one. Bi- we've got like a big kids Bible. It's just got like fun pictures on it and whatnot. Right, right. But we'll be like, all right, Lucy, time for the good book. We'll call it the good book. Uh-huh. And every night she'll go, no, no good book. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just not fun for her. That doesn't rhyme, you know. Yeah. There's only like, it does have big colorful pictures, but it's usually just one or two. And, uh, yeah, yeah, she's not. Like, a bi- she's not a big fan the, of the good. The Bible book. writers should have robbed more. She has, she hasn't been baptized yet, so I hope that's not something. Like maybe what if after she's baptized, she's she just starts like, good, reading. Good book. Yeah. 
She's very, very sweet. By the um, way, that I, picture that was posted yesterday of her and her big sis shirt, so yeah. cute. So cute. She's a cutie. Yeah, she's got a cough, though. We did go about three weeks without her being all that sick, so it's well, well, right on schedule here with her catching something else. Well, school. it was three weeks of her not being sick, but somebody else in the Rocker family was sick. <laughs> no kidding. No, and I've had this little stupid cough and sinuses really all of fall, or not, it's Technically fall now, right? Yeah. We uh, did that. Oh, is that now? Right. Is it, Today? It's at this wow. time. Wow. Wow. We did it. Goodbye, wow. summer. A texter on the Thornton's text line says 502-414-1450. John here. Good morning, everyone. Hey, I see the Cats winning by more than 13 and a half. Leary went for 315 yards and three touchdowns in his last game this time around. He will have a clean 289 and four touchdowns. Hey, KRC crew, any big plans this weekend? I have a wrestling event. And that is about it. We'll got to go. Have a great weekend. Catch you later. So John owed me $20 from the Trevor ACT bet. And he sent it to me on Facebook Messenger. And now Facebook wants all my credit card information and debit card information. I didn't even know you could do that on Facebook. Uh, Have any of you all accepted money on Facebook Messenger before? I try to stay as far off Facebook Messenger as possible. John should have never sent money in the first place. Ralph should have just handed you a $20 bill. I also was thinking that too, Scoots, as well. I haven't accepted it, John. Is there any way that we can just not do it that way? Yeah, cancel. Um, Or is it like too late, you already sent the money, and it's in in Mark Zuckerberg's hand? Because Facebook's been hacked more than Shaq, John, and I'm not trying to ideally give them more of my information that they already probably have. They probably have our, all my stuff already, to be honest. But is there any way we can not do it that way, John? Let me know. Got some underdog money line picks for some folks to sprinkle on tomorrow. UCLA plus 190, WKU plus 150. I don't think they're beating Troy, unfortunately. Georgia Tech plus 158, Clemson plus 110. What would make you think Georgia Tech's going to beat Wake Forest? Wake Clemson, Forest I don't know. Last week, but that was the, the kind of, I don't know. Do you look ahead to Georgia Tech? They did look pretty bad. Um, did Wake Forest come back and beat Old Dominion? They beat Old Dominion. It they was did. close. But they were they were getting mollywopped in that first half. <clears throat> they haven't been right overly there. inspiring. They kind of let Vanderbilt hang around a little bit, but they were in control most of that game. And then they played Elon Musk in the first week and only won by 20. So Wake Forest hasn't really been world beaters. But Georgia Tech, they've had, I guess, better moments than than Wake Forest, because. but their better moments were being up on L and having – the game not be a total blowout at the start of the fourth quarter, although if you would have blinked, you wouldn't know that by the middle of the fourth quarter. Ole Miss just totally dominated Georgia Tech. So I I don't really like most of those picks, Texter, but that's in, why they're underdog money lines. So. Yeah, I was intrigued by UCLA, um, but there's a lot of scuttlebutt that Cam Rising is going to be back for Utah. Utah's just really good at home. And they play a physical brand of football. They've been tested already. UCLA hasn't really played anybody, even though they've looked good. And Dante Moore, the five-star freshman, has been awesome. Um, People forget Chip Kelly is their coach. Yeah, he's. they've been pretty good. But I just I, – UCLA I, and Clemson, I would, I would bet those. The other two I'd stay away from. Lamar didn't lose his last game to UK. His last game was the trash game game. Classic UK Stoops football. He lost his – Game against Kentucky is Heisman year, baby. Yeah, that's what they were referring to. Uh, also, I remember going into the field before that game um, and seeing Lamar at the Krogue, and I was like, oh, God, their cats are in trouble today. He just he just had that look, and you're like, yeah, they ain't going to be able to. That's so stupid. Lamar Thomas shook Lamar Jackson's hand. Oh is he gosh. an undercover spy? 
Yeah, and then remember, although it Lamar turned out he Jackson just ended up was, not being like a good coach. Yeah, and then Lamar Jackson was blaming Lamar Thomas for mm-hmm. why he lost to Lamar Thomas. Got a lot of uh, <laughs> they, unnecessary blame. He was in the Bluegrass State for a, a short amount of time, Probably but like boy, he left an impact. Didn't didn't do a whole lot of work. That's what they say. Uh, that's what that's what they say. But he did get he, Lamar, he Jackson Lamar Jackson to UofL, here, yeah. and that's uh, UofL fans should be thankful for that forever, and I'm sure that they are. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, "Heads, oh, I've got a Cats win, but I don't think they'll cover too much familiar, familiarity with Davis plus the grudge angle for Vandy. Well, what shouldn't, about the grudge angle for Kentucky? Yeah, shouldn't the grudge angle be UK? Yeah, come on. And I love I loved what Roush was saying about Vandy's offensive line." being a little banged up. Yeah. With UK's defense, that's not a good combination no, for any offensive that. line going against this UK defensive line, but you think especially Vandy, a team that maybe doesn't have the depth in the trenches that that you'd, you'd want an SEC play. And Roush is right also about Vandy being able to be somewhat dangerous in the passing attack, but if you're not going to get Swan any time to throw, do we see any Ken Seal? Is that his name? Ken? Yep, yep, Ken. Um, uh, I think Vandy would like not to see him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Swan, similar to Leary, that like he's not a runner, but he can tuck it and run. Yeah, so. Yeah, but he's not Mike Wright. Man, I think. I think Kentucky's very happy that they don't have to face him. He's been, he was a problem. I I, I can say that personally. But. uh, Watch that game at the Bambi Bar, haven't been back since. I do like the the idea of if Ray Davis gets enough carries, I think he can he can do it big. He can do it big against this Commodore football team. Um, heads up, TJ, the Retro Bowl game we used to play now has a college football version you can download called Retro Bowl College. Time to get back into I'm, it. I say less. I'm in. <laughs> I, I love that game. It's weird. I'm very cyclical with my phone games. Um, seems like in the winter I'll get into chess games, weirdly enough. Then when the spring rolls around, I'll get into my golf game. And then by the end of summer, I, I like currently I get back into Call of Duty on my phone. And then around football season, yeah, it's probably time to to fire up the old Retro Bowl. That was a lot of fun. It just got to be a little too like easy and winnable. But a college version, say less. That's too many games, TJ. No, but I'm not playing them at the same time. I get that, but that's just too many games. It's a rotation. I just can't imagine like doing more on my phone. Than I don't. Yeah, I don't have a single game. I just on my like phone. when there's a football game on. Sometimes playing a little bit of a video game, looking up, looking down, yeah. looking all around. Yeah, I'm usually scrolling through some bullcrap on Instagram that I don't need to see. You know how it goes. Uh, you went with Lately Roofing, right? Here, they're the best in the state, quite best of the continent. Okay. Well, oh come on, no free ads. What the hell was that? Wheatley yeah, what was, that? What, was, what was that? What was that? Texture says, "Amen." Amen, I say to you. Which wouldn't that be a fun way to like talk? Amen, I say to you. I think we're probably living in the worst part of human Diction. English language since probably like the nine hundreds. When they like, the talking in the eighteenth century would be sweet. Even the early twentieth century, like you oh, did earlier today. I yeah. mean, you really uh, took us back in time. Oh, okay. But now people just say say less and facts. Yeah. <laughs> and bussin' bussin'. <laughs> This is a Shane Gillis bit who they were like, um, everybody talked like the last time white guys were cool and then was until Jackie Robinson stepped up to the plate and then the radio broadcast was like, oh gosh, we're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's all a funny TikTok joke of, it was about the, and we were talking about the Bible just a second ago about the Ten Commandments and they were like, Ten Commandments, 
all of them pretty good. Like, uh, you know, I think it's regardless of religion, a lot of people can kind of get behind. Um, you know, the first one, no other God, that one kind of, kind of makes sense. The, the do not kill that one's pretty, that one's a pretty big one. Uh, but the, anybody think that maybe Moses should made up the last one? Like thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife, like a little specific, right? <laughs> you think he's just walking down the mountain. He's like, I'm just going to run this one in real quick. Just be, just because Bob keeps looking at her. <laughs> hey, Bob, do you read number 10 again? I was like, that's a pretty good joke. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, man. Um, no joke today. Kentucky might get a football commitment. Devin Smith, that's in his decision. Yeah, I've seen that split graphic with him in the LSU jersey, yeah, I feel like, LSU. for a month now at this point. We're not going to get God, are we? Is he going to be a cat? Uh, I think so. I think so. I feel – I haven't gotten the um, – the, there hasn't been the normal late wave of picks. But you know what? How, how about we make some KRC history? Last show, let's let's – Let's fire up the the prediction machine. I can just make a pick right now. What do you say? Oh, you ready? Yeah. Scoots, can you get some like fun music in the background? Maybe high pace, give people anxiety on their way to work. Oh, you got any suggestions? And, you know, just That's something like pressure. fun, fast. High pace, give picks. people anxiety. Or you can do uh, take the money and run. Go on, take, take the, the money, money and run. run. All right. Although hopefully is... we don't get sued. Okay. Um. Ooh, here we go. RPM. Ooh, what? How, how much percentage should I put in here? Fifty-five. Is that good? What are you doing? I'm gonna make a pick for this kid. This, uh, oh, a hundred. Do hundred picks. Hundred? No. Keep can't it a hundred. Can't do a hundred. Why not? Because you just can't. That's like you just can't do that. Uh, but it, it'd send a message. It'd probably scare other people into making pick UK too. <laughs> if oh my like, gosh, if this guy without any ears is picking a hundred, then like, we remember, better listen. Like, Jamie Shaw put in a pick for DJ Wagner to Louisville at like ninety percent, and they were like, "Whoa, what is going on here?" I do remember that. Yeah, but you got to be careful guess, those percentages. Guess where he went though? Not Louisville, and then he flipped back to Kentucky oh, and put yeah. like ninety-five percent. Yeah. <laughs> he did do that. Are we ready? Is this good pick picking? Right. Do we know, know what our um... all right updated scoreboard? Uh, good week for Roush and myself. Although we did not get our locks, which makes yeah. us over unlocked still, Damn which is very embarrassing. State. Bad week for Scoot. He yeah. also did not get his lock. Went one and two, but he is still winning, um, and, and and by a decent margin, he is six and three on the year. He's got eight points. I'm four and five on the year, so I'll be back to five hundred, better than five hundred after this week. I've got four points. Roush bringing up the rear. Three and six. He's got three points. So we start with the leader. And weirdly enough, it is Scoots. Scoots, what do we got? I am going to go, just because this line doesn't make any sense to me, give me Marshall minus four and a half over Virginia. Virginia Uh, stinks. Is it Virginia? Yeah. Okay. Who are they playing? I almost went with that. Marshall. Oh. Uh, Ra- or me, I'll go first. I'll go Texas A&M giving eight versus Auburn. I think Texas A&M's figured some stuff out. I'm not an Auburn believer. They may get there in a year or two, but they're not there just yet. It's Virginia Tech. I knew it wasn't Virginia. Oh, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Either way, they stink. Yeah, Virginia plays NC State tonight. And I'm going to go in on NC State. But give me Texas A&M. Bobby Petrino's offense really will be humming. 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 I'm going to... Sounds like you were taking the game tonight. <laughs> Last week we had saw North Carolina play Minnesota, and 
They've got a similar team this week that just can't play a good offensive football. And Pitt coming to town. Phil Jerkovich stinks. So give me North Carolina minus, what was the, is it seven right now? Seven and a half yesterday. I'm pulling it up really quick. It is seven and a half minus seven and a half. North Carolina? Yep. Come on and raise up. Okie dokie. Uh, Scoots, what's pick number two? I have fully bought into the hype. They got me a win in week one. Give me Colorado plus the 21. Might as well. All righty. Going for the back door. You think it's too many points? Oregon's offense can put up a lot of them, and I don't think that they would hate just to kind of quiet the Colorado story for a little bit. So I don't know. I'm staying away from that one. My second pick, give me Spencer Rattler, South Carolina at home. I'm just really not a Mississippi State believer. I I feel a little yucky taking South Carolina and anything, but Mississippi State, I think they're kind of licking their wounds from last week, having to go on to the road and face a somewhat desperate South Carolina team. South Carolina needs a – a statement, they may be riding high from a moral victory against Georgia. So South Carolina, given six points, they'll win by at least a touchdown, probably more. And, yeah, I like that one. I feel good about it. So, Scoots, it's time for Lock of the Week. Whoa, 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 Oh, whoa. yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spears, take out your suck and suck it. Arkansas, plus 17 and a half. A lot of points. A lot of points. That's LSU's it. not going to cover Down that. and bat, bat, ooh, rouge. A lot of points that hook, too. All right, sorry, I forgot you. You're Scoots, now it's lock time. All right, I am going to go with a game that the over-under is only 36.5, but for whatever reason, the spread is 3.5. Doesn't make sense to me. That means they're expecting a 20-17 to 17 game. I think Oklahoma State keeps it close with Iowa State, falls by 3. Oklahoma State plus 3.5. Love that bet. It's the uh, Bear-Matt Campbell prop pick that – this, this this play worked last week, Scoots, in games where it's a four-point spread one way or the other. Matt Campbell dropped to 6-21 and 21 against the spread last week. Um, and I don't know how many outright losses, but, I mean, they outright lost last week. So, um, yeah, not good. That's a principal play. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Uh, My lock of the week, which is a, I, this is a guarantee, take it to the bank. Uh, my my lock of the week streak comes to an end. You can guarantee it. Kansas State's going to win comfortably and easily against Central Florida. Central Florida got a nice close win at Boise State a couple weeks ago, uh, but Kansas State's going to come off real ticked off against after that loss to Missouri, that field goal that went in that beat them at the horn. They return home to Little Manhattan and they get a huge win against Central Florida. Take it to the bank. Give me Kansas State given four points against the Golden Knights. I'm going to take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Enjoy that free money, everybody. Roush, your lock of the week, last pick. Take it to the bank. I think Notre Dame's better than Ohio State. I like that one, too. Yeah, they're getting points at home. I think they've got the better quarterback that I trust more. Really, the only thing that worries me is if, like, they just start throwing it up to Marvin Harrison and getting them. So, give me Notre Dame. Um, I think it's plus three now. It's plus three and a half yesterday. Plus three. I think it is. Uh, yeah. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's your picks of the week. Good luck to everybody. And the, uh, yeah, that was Notre Dame was on my list, didn't make the cut. Wake Forest was on my list, didn't make the cut. I think U of L covers too, for what it's worth. Does IU cover against Akron Scoots? What is it, 17? Yeah, that's 16 and a half, maybe not. Um, I'm going to say no. No, they do not. We're due for a good stinker. 
It'd make me as a UK fan feel good if Akron beat IU. IU's doing a blackout against Akron. Just embarrassing. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, Indiana doesn't do color out, so pretty U-Val crazy. U of did a blackout well, against Murray State. What are we doing, folks? U of L or Indiana's also going to wear black jerseys, which they never – I don't think they've ever had a black jersey. Yeah, they're doing a blackout. They're wearing yeah. – they're going all black. So, going to be fun. You going to be tuned in for it? Uh, Maybe. All right, well, Cats versus Vanderbilt – I'm expecting UK to look good. I think the defense is going to give up a little bit. I think this is going to be more of a shootout than people are anticipating. But give me UK 35-21, and the MVP will be Ray Davis coming back to Nashville. I do think he gets two touchdowns, probably both coming around the goal line. You know what? One will be a fun, kind of exciting touchdown. The other one probably just punching it in. But the Cats win, and they cover, and the over hits. Go Cats. I'm worried. I don't know how worried I still am about the um, the dumb mistakes thing that we've been seeing the last few weeks. Because I, I know it's going to take off at least one touchdown off the board that they, they should get but won't. Um, but ultimately, uh, I, I, get, I get the sense Kentucky's going to come out really strong, really fast, but then leave the back door open for some big plays late by Vandy to cover. Mm, probably right about that. 31 to 20, 21. 31 Whoa, 21. That is eerily similar to the score I was going to have, Roush. I too do not think the Cats cover. I think Vanderbilt only gets one touchdown in this game, but they're going to get four field goals. 31 19 will be your final. Okay, so both of you all are taking Vanderbilt to cover. Give me Sanex 35 to 14 over Trinity. Ooh. Easy win for the Tigers. Saying X high, saying X high, you're the best of schools around, and we're proud of the green and the gold. Green and gold. That's how it goes. Way to go. Who does the sales have tonight? The fighting <laughs> Colts. Wow. Uh, well, Colts versus Colts? Yeah. That'd Colts be fun. Colts You'd think Colts somebody that's on the alumni, young alumni board would know their football yeah, schedule. Yeah, busy weekend, man. Busy, 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 busy weekend. Uh, all right, do you want to give any random couple a happy anniversary shout-out? No, uh, shout-out to my buddy Simmons. I'm getting married tomorrow. That's going to be very exciting. Very proud of him. Um, it's just it's cool. And an even bigger shout-out for my buddy Nolan getting married tomorrow, although he actually got married last week, but the party's tomorrow. Wait. Got married yeah. in Oregon, party tomorrow in Louisville. Oregon? Yeah. Oregon wedding? Is he going on the, did, he, did he take the trail to get there? Did he somebody sure, get dysentery? He sure did. And then they did a little Hawaii honeymoon, and now they're back. Actually, oh, yeah. Wow. So the other, the wedding was two weekends ago. Then so honeymoon. They've already done the honeymoon? Now reception. Oh, my. What do you think about that? Oh. You got some problems? Yes, I do. Disgusting. There's, I, do, uh, I do like the whole, like, let's just have a party for everybody after we go and do our own thing. That's some fun. rumors that a former ousted pizza czar could be making an appearance at the reception. Won't tell you which one. So, fingers crossed we see Mr. LaRosa. You, you, you've <laughs> got to get a selfie with that guy. You can. Everybody have a good you've weekend. Got to. I want to get put one it up with Dugan's I'll, little wall of pictures. I want to get a little coin. If this is the last show at Big X, it's been a lot of fun. I'm going to take a little Howard. Uh, I may be out there at Salsaritas at noon saying hey to John Spears. Uh, maybe not right at noon, but at some point I'll in be that hour. Roca! This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Have a good weekend. Go Cats. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday. It's a party. It's a party. Yeah, it's a party.